episode 15 of the I Could Have Done That podcast, ICDT, with the podcast at the end of it, is the abbreviation of this great podcast. Should I say podcast about five more times? Podcast. Podcast. I thought you were going to take this the third one. Oh, you, you said you were going to say it. But you said it once, so... All right. That's all. Okay. That's all we have. Efficiency. I'm efficient as a heat pump. The uh, Just so you know, the mic will pick you up better if you point it at your mouth and not your eyes. Oh. <laughs> just so you know. Thanks. <laughs> all right. That's going to stay in the podcast. Podcast, 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 podcast. That's for five. And we are going to start off by thanking our... Well, let's introduce ourselves. We have, to my right, as always, co-host, Annie Kalb. Otherwise known as Brother Smoke Dog. And yours truly, Luke Bryant. Lucas Bryant, not Luke Bryant, like the country star. And I actually have a nickname. My coworkers gave me one because I've been raving about how much I love orangutans at work lately. And we have a like a chat thing online. And I have we have emojis we can put next to our name. And we have one of the orangutan. So they said I should be called you orangutan. So yeah, that's what I am. You okay. orangutan and brother smoke dog. I finally have a nickname. What's your favorite animal in the world, by the way? Orangutan. Um, I like otters. They're cool. You like them or are they your favorite? I don't know if I can pick a favorite. What's your favorite? Orangutans, number one, and then number two are hippos. And then number three are polar bears. Wow, you thought about this. I have. This is uh, never changed in my mind. Well, hip... Polar, bear, polar bears were number one growing up. Then the hippos came onto the scene for me. They came number one over polar bears. And then orangutans. And, uh, of course, from the Planet of the Apes trilogy, Maurice OG. Maurice was cool. And then I actually have a picture on my phone of an orangutan helping a guy who's stuck in a mud swamp. <laughs> Literally, the orangutan is reaching his hand out. I'll show it to you. Google it. It's fantastic. And that is why they are the number one animal in the world. Steve Irwin even called them quote unquote gorgeous. Well he did call everything gorgeous though. But they were <laughs> okay and still are gorgeous. And I don't know I'll just show you after the podcast this orangutan trying to help a dude out of a swamp because we'll see it. You know we'll we'll find it right now. For the viewers, here it is. Can you see it from there? He's going to get his glasses on. So, like I said, it's an orangutan trying to help a dude out of a muddy swamp. What? No, G. Yeah. Like I said, just Google it. Found it on Instagram. That's How do we why. know he didn't just pull back his hand like a psych? He could have been. But the picture is just one frame. So, that's all I'm going to go off my word. Okay. And uh, once again, you're listening to I Could Have Done That podcast. You can email us at I Could Have Done That at gmail.com or send us a voice message at Anchor. They both work, even though we didn't get any this past week. Good to know that they work, though. And we got to thank our viewers, uh, mainly in the United States, United Kingdom, Panama, Uruguay, Jamaica, and we have a new country. Really? The Germans. Hey. The German Apple podcast is finally taking off, I'm assuming, because of the because Germany is now a part of the I Could Have Done That. I'm going to call them family because we just got done watching an episode of Modern Family. Don't ruin it for us. We're on episode one. I think we're going to like it. Currently on episode two, I guess, depending oh, on how you look yeah, at it. You're right. You're right. We're on episode two. Finished episode one. Fantastic show, in my opinion. IMO. A lot of babes. <laughs> yep. And the just touching on my Mississippi Valley State Delta Devils baseball team. They fell to 0-20 after going 
after losing all three games at Jackson State. They're on a currently, obviously, 20-game losing streak. They lost to Jackson State. They're away, so a little credit to them. 0-6 to six, Friday night. 5-19 to 19 Saturday night. Only had to go seven innings. And then they lost 1-12 to 12 Sunday. Only had to go seven innings because of mercy rule. Jeez, at least they're scoring. Yeah. They got outscored 6-37. to 37. I actually just did that math. I didn't have it written down in my that's head impressive. right there. Very impressive. And that's that. That's our intro. There you go. All right. Let's move on to rapid questions. It's time for rapid questions. We're just going to take a look back at days that happened on this day we're recording, which is May 17th. So Andy, remember, Brother Smoke Dog, May 17th. <laughs> yeah. We're going to travel back in time using a time machine. I uh, didn't actually even think of a time machine. Do you have one on the top of your head? Mm. We've used quite a few. Nope. Okay. Well, I don't really have one. So could we do uh Oh no, we, we used all the mind stones, didn't we? Or the mind stone the, and the, the time. We haven't used the time stone. There you go. We've used the quantum realm, but we haven't used the time stone. There Boom. You go. Look at that. Brother Smoke Dog coming up with that on his just the top of your head, your head, or just inside? Your I head? guess it must have been inside because, like I said, I tap my tap my top of my head. And All right, so there. So, what day are we going back in time again? Just May seventeenth. Sure. May seventeenth, using the Time Stone from Doctor Strange, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and just Marvel Comics. We're gonna travel back to nineteen. Oh, and also, we're not gonna dive too much into these questions, but we're traveling back in our current physical form, which just went through raising canes last night. Mm-hmm. So. Can't say we're at peak. And Kathy's cookies. And Kathy's cookies. So I, depending on how you look at it, you could say we're not at peak performance, but after all that great food, maybe we are. Yeah, Who knows? Depends. We'll never know. We'll never know. So in May 17th, in 1927, using the time stone, the Chicago Cubs beat the Boston Braves 4-3 in 22 innings. Jeez. Brother Smoke Dog, are you staying for that whole game? What time of day was it? I'm assuming it had been a day game back then, honestly. Then no. Too hot. Too hot. Too hot. And I don't know where they played it, and they just, it just says they beat them. Uh, I'm going to say too boring. The heat would have gotten to me either, either way, but just boring. A lot of those times, the fans and even the players were like leather uniforms, too. So that's not very breathable material. No, thanks. I'm out. Pass. Hard pass. All right. In 1939, the first televised baseball game is broadcast on NBC with where Princeton beat Columbia 2-1. to one. Brother Smoke Dog, would you have watched the game back then? I would have not. Me neither. Would not have. Would have not. I would not have. Would not have? I would not. Baseball's boring. IMO. Especially on TV. Uh, yeah. World Series? I don't mind it because it's, it's one of those things <laughs> I can put in the background, but I can't just sit and watch. I have to do something because you put the game on at 7 and you go to bed at 10, game's still going, and it's a bottom of the 6. Yeah. World Series baseball, they drag that way out. Way too long. All right. And in 1964, once again, using Time Stone, Tim, the first Tim Hortons coffee and donut shop opens in Hamilton, Ontario by NHL player Tim Horton. Have you heard of this brand? I have. We had one on uh, Rice Street. Yeah. I think it's still there. I know they kind of pulled back after the pandemic, but Brother Smoke Dog, have you gone to a Tim Hortons? I, I thought they got bought out by like Caribou too or something, but maybe they did. I have not. I have. Their breakfast sandwich was pretty good. A cup of coffee was all right, but it's not something I would go out of my way to go. If it's there, it's there. If it's not, it's That's not. That's fair. Good old Tim Horton. All right, brother. Good Smoke. for him doing uh, work after the NHL. Good for him. 
Yeah, I think he opened it while he's in NHL. Oh, even better. Maybe. I don't it didn't really confirm, but uh, to me it seemed like it did. Good for him. Yeah. Kind of like uh Kent Herbeck started his own root beer brand. I think he Ooh. either started or he called it he either started his own root beer brand or he he did start his own root beer brand. It's either called like Herb Herbeck root beer or something. It's only sold at Target Field and other places, or it's Killabrew. But I don't can't imagine he could get That's Killabrew. That's a cool name. Well, Killabrew was Harmon Killabrew from yeah. the Twins. It is a cool, very cool name. Root beer, mediocre. I'm a root beer expert. Not gonna lie. You should have opened up a brewery. I should. I should. What Harmon Killabrew? Not you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so about me. I just said I was the root. Well, he could hire me as a root beer expert because there you go. I uh, I know a good root beer and I know bad root beer, and it's kind of in the middle of the pack. Not there something I would want to pour for someone. Not something I'd recommend. But it's at, if it's at the ball game, that it comes in an aluminum can, that's pretty good. Just think aluminum Harman, bottle. Harman Killer Brew opens a brewery. Call it Killer Brews. Wow. Cool. You could be the marketing manager. Sign me up. There we go. All we do is drink root beer and eat Raisin Canes, hopefully. Have them buy it for us. That sounds good. Sounds like a great day. Great life. All right. Use a time stone. Travel back to 1973. Angels outfielder Bobby Valentine breaks his leg trying to scale the wall, a wall to prevent a Dick Green home run during a 5-4 loss during the A's. So, brother Smoke Dogs, since the team lost, do you think it was worth it? No. Me neither. If he would have caught it, maybe, but it sounds like he didn't catch it either. No, it d- does, did not sound like he caught it. No, so. not worth it at all. Not worth it. And the team lost, and you're out for the season. Not worth it at all. As long as you're still getting paid, though. Which I'm sure he did. Yeah. I'm assuming. In 19... All right, we're going to travel back to time. In 1979, the Phillies beat the Cubs 23-22. to 22, Combined 50 hits. And I didn't even... That's all I wrote. I didn't write anything else. I must have just skipped the next question. But Brother Smoke Dog, would you watch that entire game? No. Still, still no. I bet that game took close to five hours, honestly. Would have been a great game to go to live. But even then, I wouldn't say for the whole game long. No, that would be too. That'd be way too long. All right, and in 1992, the Expos Gary Carter is the third player to catch over 2,000, 2000 games, and they caught over that too. So, brother Smoke Dog, how many games could you catch before your body, quote unquote, breaks down? Uh, a thousand twenty-three. You could be a. You could catch over a thousand games in the Major League Baseball. You think? I wouldn't want to. I think I, I mean, physically. Physically. I think I could. I'm going to say three games for me <laughs> because I got to think of two, a couple things. A quick explanation. One, squatting down like that just does not seem like ideal. Two, my hand's going to hurt because I'm catching 90 some mile an hour fastballs and then curveballs and whatnot. Three, I'm sure, I'm sure I'm going to get hit with, uh, the baseball, both on me not being able to catch a curveball or slider. So that's going to hurt. And then, then just following it off and hitting me. So do I get knee savers? Remember those things? Yeah, I do remember those things. Uh, if they allow them in Major League Baseball in 1992, I will say yes. If they don't, then I will say no. And not to take anything away from catchers. I just not like I'd be good. I'd be lazy, but I think I could do it. I wouldn't throw anybody out. I'll tell you that much. No, my arm would be solid. I tell you, my arm could survive the whole thing, but my body yeah. cannot. All right. Now we're going to travel back just to last year in 2020. Michael Jordan's autographed Air Nike One trainers 
from 1985 sell for a record $560,000 in an online auction. Brother Smoke Dog, if you take a pair of your best shoes right now and autograph them, how much do you think you could sell them for? Three bucks. Three bucks? <laughs> At a goodwill. I would, uh, I would go for catfishing on mine because I would take my tennis shoes I just bought. I think I could get half value on them because they're just recent, but they're a little scuffed. But if I signed it Luke Bryant, it'd be close enough to Luke Bryan that I think someone would think it's actually Luke Bryant signing him. So I'm going to say 50 bucks. Yeah, just make the T really small. Yeah. Or just don't even write it on there. Yeah. Just be like, that's how I sign. Just there make it un- unreadable. Fair which enough. Is, which the T is pretty readable on my signature, but I'll just I'll practice that. So I'll just catfish someone on that end. There you go. All right. And that's all it, we have for a rapid question. We're going to use the time stone travel back to today. May 17th, as we're recording. We won't really sit on May 17th because we're recording this at 9. No, let the viewers decide if it's a.m. or p.m. There you go. All right, and then we're going to move on to the main event, the I Could Have Done That. ICDT, it's our acronyms. What does it stand for, Brother Smoke? I believe I could have done that. Ooh, you said I could have. I could have. Oh, sorry. I was trying to be all proper. Trying to be a scholar? I was. All right. It's the main event. We're going to dive into three things that happened within the last week, maybe two weeks, depending on when we record. And uh, I'll start with the first one because this one actually happened eight days ago. I'm good at math. On May 9th, Roy McRoy won the Wells Fargo Championship by one stroke with finishing 10 under. He earned $1,480,000 for his win. That's Pretty good stupid. payday. Golfing for four days. The funny thing is, it was the first time he had golfed during the weekend in two months. So if people, just explain to people, golfers will show up to a tournament. They play. They're guaranteed Thursday and Friday. And after their score, if it's a little too bad, I'd say too far, they determine a cut. And then they eliminate part of the field. So that way, all the golfers aren't on the course and they can have more TV time and whatnot for some of the better golfers. So that means Roy McIlroy golfed for two months straight. Friday or Thursday and Friday and had his weekends off. That's pretty crazy. So brother smoke dog, I'm going to ask you this. I'm not asking you to win the Wells Fargo tournament because that'd be nice. If you think about it, he had two, he struggled for two months and then he still made one and a half million dollars. Basically, brother smoke, I'm going to ask you, could you go two months without golfing in the weekend? Like Roy McIlroy did. So you get to get golf Thursday and Friday. You just can't make the cut. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> easy peasy. You won't even have to try. You just go out there and golf like normal? Especially because I'd still get money for that. Uh, I don't know if those guys get money. Like the Masters, they got 10000 for getting cut, but that's like it's, it's really big. But I don't know if those guys actually make... Mm. I, w- I would assume maybe they do, but it doesn't show... No, let's look. Wells Fargo. Earnings. See I'm these. Sure your sponsors still pay you a little too. And I'm and I'm sure. Yeah, you're right. Your sponsors probably pay you, plus you're golfing at a nice place, plus, yeah. I bet I bet they come out with a couple thousand dollars. You know, still pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah, for two days of work. Yeah, of work on a golf course. Yeah. Don't know if I care for the heat because this was they golfed in. Charlotte, North Carolina, where we're headed, actually. That's true. We're just talking about that for the Vikings in uh, Carolina game coming up in 2021. I guess barring any unforeseen injuries, I could. Because that's a lot of torque for a guy that doesn't golf too much. <laughs> what would you say your body would be most sore after golfing? Oh, obliques always are. Obliques? 
Could you explain what your what your obliques are to someone? That, your side abs. Your side abs. Okay. That's how I would explain it. How would you stretch it out if you were sore? Lean. Lean. All right. Lean. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to give away too much free content for no because yeah, people got to pay for it. Spent six years. I should. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if you decide you want to stretch your obliques and you actually do it, make sure to send us an invo. We'll send you an invoice. Just make sure to email us. I mm-hmm. good on that. Brother Smoke Dog will make sure his invoice is sent to you. Yes. You can pay us that way. And uh, I notice how you're benefiting off of my expertise there. I said you would send the invoice. I, I, I didn't. But then you said was... they'd send it back to us. Well, the, I could have done that podcast. I don't want to throw uh, your personal email and you get spammed no, by people. Fair. I'm I, just I, trying to protect I, I have you. No, I have no problem sharing sharing the wealth. That's a Caniac Club member right yeah. there, which is something about raising raising canes. That's just spreading the love. They say yeah, what we say. Uh, I'm going to say I could have done that and I wouldn't, you're right. I wouldn't have to try because I would just golf normal and struggle and get cut. I mean, the cut on this tournament right here would have been, wow. Uh, it's actually, it's hard to tell because the guy who finished last in that made the cut shot 14 over because he had two really bad days, but okay. Actually, I can tell you what the cut is. So it's a 71 par. So it's two over. That was the cut. Jeez. And the total course length in yards is 7,521. I don't know if I could get it to the green in eight shots on a par five. Because I, yeah, I think after lot. 10 shots, you max out. They just pick up your ball. So there ain't no way. I'm not finishing very many holes. No. Even though I did golf on Mother's Day, had a couple good swings. I'm not going to lie. It's golf. So that swing keeps you coming back, baby. <laughs> but I didn't care. Even if I had a bad one, I didn't even care. So I would go into it without a care attitude and then all of a sudden I'd be winning $1.4 million. No, I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> but I could yeah, easily go two months because that's just a professional golfer actually trying and struggling. The only tough part is then I wouldn't. He struggles for two months and it still makes $1.4 million. I just struggle for two months and he continue to struggle. After yep, yeah, so, life doesn't turn around that quick. No, it doesn't. It's not a simple fix of the swing. Even though I do think I would, my scores would obviously get better, I would hope, if you're playing every... Well, for two months, let's see. I don't know how many term- tournaments he entered, but it would have been roughly 10 to 15 tournaments. I would think my scores would get better. Oh, yeah. My obliques would get better, I'd hope, right? Strength, they, they'd they get a little would. stronger. They would. And I'd have my weekends. That's, that's true. Yeah, I don't have to worry about Friday nights taken away. But if I struggle enough, you probably golf early enough in the in Friday, and then you can just fly home. But as long as I don't pull a DeChambeau, did you hear about him? Mm-mm. Uh, last tournament or two tournaments ago, he thought he didn't make the cut, so he flew home. Turns oh, out he made, he made the cut and had to fly back to the tournament. He left. He, well, he flew back on a private jet. His crew couldn't fly him back because of regulations, so he had a hop. He fell asleep at 8 p.m., Woke up at 2 a.m., flew back, got to the golf course at 6 a.m. Tea time was 8 a.m. So he had like an hour of practice. And then he still, but the problem is he still made over like 50K for that. I would do that for way less. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You wouldn't. So that's all I got. Yeah. That was my I could have done that moment. There you go. So we would have, we both could have done that. Could have done that easily. Easily. All right. So my I could have done that. UFC, I like UFC, but the this will translate to any sport you get to pick. So, Benil Dariush, I might be butchering his name, he beat Tony Ferguson, but during the fight, 
he put him in an inverted heel lock, which okay. basically, I had to look this up. I don't, I didn't know it off the top of my head. You lock their leg, and you twist their heel. Ooh, so that, and they keep pushing. So then the only thing that can move is your knee. So then your knee twists, and your knee's not supposed to twist. So the guy Benil said that he heard the guy's knee pop. But the guy, Tony Ferguson, whose knee popped, continued and fought the rest of the fight. <laughs> so, because he is an absolute savage. How big are these? Dudes? They're 155ers. 155ers for pounds? I, uh, okay. I believe. It was 155 or 170. I forget which okay. weight class. Either way, so torque on the knee, the knee pops. The injury report isn't out yet, but it's likely, we'll say for the sake of this, that some ligaments or tendons popped. And Yeah. Yeah. Could you have, no, you can pick any sport. Could you have completed the rest of that sporting event when you're about halfway through with your t- with a torn knee? Is, uh, how, so UFC... It happened halfway through, roughly. Roughly. How many rounds? It's 10? Three. Right? Just three. Five three minutes? And five, three, five minutes, five, five minutes if it's a championship. So not, not taking anything away from him, but he had to go about another seven, roughly. Probably good estimate to be seven minutes, seven to yeah. eight minutes of fighting, which is fighting, which another dude's kicking you at your leg, I'm sure. Yeah. And I'm sure if he heard the pop, he targeted that knee probably quite a bit. You would think. I didn't watch the fight, but you would think. <sighs> I'm going to say no, I couldn't have done that. I've uh, been taking up tennis lately, and I rolled my ankle, fought through it, and it keeps tweaking. But I'm playing against 50-some-year-old dudes, sometimes 70. One dude's 80. And so I don't have to move a lot all the time. Yeah. And I don't have another dude swinging at my leg. And not to say I'm tough or anything, but you know mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say I couldn't have done that because I'm trying to think of a sport that's how, like you said, it's half to, has to be around halfway where UFC, like it's only seven to eight minutes, but it's also seven, to eight minutes in a, we actually, if you can, you can go back to one of our podcasts, can't quote exactly. We actually went through the dimensions of the octagon, we but did. it was about what was it, eight yards wide and something like that. Not, not very big considering no some other dude is, is right there ready to punch and kick you and do whatever else they need to do for you. Yeah. See ya. Um, just trying to think of what, So the only one I could maybe consider, maybe two. Mm, I'm going to drop. I was going to say badminton, but I'm going to drop that one because it's a lot of side movements. Yeah. And that would be really tough. Yeah, basically tennis with a birdie. Um, maybe ping pong, I table you're, tennis. You're standing on it, though. I can, I can favor. I'm not going to say I'm going to be very good. Maybe ping pong, I could say, or table tennis or... Trying to think of like Olympic sports too coming up that I could maybe do that. I'm just going to say table tennis is the only one I think I could have done it for halfway through. And I don't know how many sets they play. I'm assuming it's three. Maybe it's best out of five for the Olympics. But and they only played a 15, I believe, in the Olympic style. And that's what I'm going to compare it off. I'm going to say tennis. Tennis. You mean table tennis. Table tennis. Tennis would I would no. No, I could not because that would be like a potential five. That would be tough. Set match. That's like sort of like two and a half hours. Yeah. I could not have done that for any sport because the only sport I could see 
it pains me to call this a sport. <laughs> NASCAR. You shred me all you want, fans. If you like NASCAR, I just it's driving a car, whatever. Different discussion for another day. I know you. I know you rang a tang likes his NASCAR. I respect the NASCAR. <laughs> I don't know if I can watch a full race. That's for that's sure. fair. But you're sitting down. If somehow your knee pops, NASCAR in. <laughs> I don't know how it pops. Halfway through, I just think the pain of having some ligaments and tendons pop. I just want to drive off and go right to the ER, get some pain meds. So no matter what sport I'm playing. I'm quitting, tapping out, and I'm going to get some pain meds. Yeah, I can't say I know how a pop knee or torn knee you think it probably would be. Some torn, yeah, torn tendons or something. I don't know how that would feel, I guess. That would be the tough part to not know what that's like, you know? Yeah. I wish there was a device, and this brings me back to, um, I'm not going to say his name, but in high school, (laughs) there was a certain, I don't know, I can't say it. But I wish you could say, I wish, you know, when you see someone in pain, this is all I'm just going to say, when you see someone in pain and maybe they're reacting, maybe like nothing at all, or they're reacting like they just Just tore everything in their body. Mm. I wish there was some like thing you could like inject into yourself or like maybe it's a pill that's like when they're in that much pain, they release something and you could take it and then you could feel with with your own pain. sense of pain you know what i mean like because everyone's feel pain what they're feeling pain tolerance yeah feeling what they're feeling like so if you're pain tolerant because everyone's pain tolerance is different is that a genetics thing or just like a mental thing you think or is that I something else everybody's everybody's different just everybody's different so that's what i wish there was and maybe we should invent that and pitch it to shark tank <laughs> yeah q did that on impractical jokers q he, they strapped up a thing to see how uh, painful it was to going through labor. Oh, yes. I <laughs> and do it, like, remember shocked them. But I just wish there was something because like, I would like to know when I see someone in pain to be like, are they really in that much pain? And then if I feel I'm like, yeah, or be like, come on. I've always wondered that. That would be very interesting. It'd be an interesting uh, science study. But NASCAR, I would be curious how that would feel because I feel like the car would be rattling wouldn't make it feel any better too. No. And if it's your right knee, that'd be tough to... be tough to get out of it, the car. Mm-hmm. They'd have to probably saw the... Or use a either a saw or what do they call it? A torch to take off the door for you. For me, even, too. Either way, we could not have done that. No. Well, could. you maybe with table tennis, apparently. Table tennis, maybe. I would just think I would favor my left side. My right side forehand would be completely vulnerable. vulnerable well, don't tell the whole the people match. in case it happens. Maybe you're in the Olympics and now I don't know how I could tear my knee in table tennis, but good twist, twist it, your T, T, not T, knee. All right, so it's. Uh, are we ready to move on to the third one? You think? Yes. The third, I could have done that pot, or uh, 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 <laughs> the third, I could have done that moment. There's a guy in the NBA called his name, not called, but his name is Udonis Haslam. He's mm-hmm. 41 years old. He plays for the Miami Heat. He's once again, he's an NBA player. He's played with the Miami Heat all his career. He actually grew up around the Miami area. He's kind of a hometown guy. He made $2.5 million this year. And basically, over I think I saw a stat over the last five, four or five seasons, he's only played in 82 games overall, which is a full NBA season, except for this season because of a shortened season due to the pandemic. Normally, they play 82 games. 
but he hadn't re- registered a single minute while still making $2.5 million. But he played in the team's last home game, which was their third to last game, where he registered three minutes of basketball play before getting ejected after getting mm. into a scuffle with Dwight Howard. I three minutes. That. So here's his stat line, though. And we're going to debate whether we could have done this while also making... We can also maybe throw in how much money we would do this for, too. It, has, it can't be more than $2.5 million, but just okay. think. This is what he got paid, $2.5 million. Probably, obviously, he's practicing every day. He's probably serving help that way in practice squad and probably a good mentor to these young guys. Not saying we wouldn't be. Probably wouldn't be. But here's the stat line. For one season, $2.5 million made him. Three minutes of basketball play. Four points on two of two shooting. Pretty good. One rebound and an ejection in three minutes. So, Brother Smoke Dog, could you have done that? Um, If the cards fell right, yeah. And I think it would be very fun to get ejected. Yeah. I could easily do that. Apparently, like you said, grabbing a rebound would be super easy in the NBA. Doable. Long, <laughs> everyone's shooting threes nowadays. Just got to grab a long rebound. The two for two would be tough because... It could slip, get an unlucky bounce, maybe get blocked. We had a whole season to prepare for one for three minutes. Yeah, all that pressure, though. Could psych yourself out. All that pressure. I live for those moments. I could have done that. And then once I got my two or four points and one rebound, I'm cussing everybody. <laughs> How are you going to get ejected? That's a question I'm going to ask you. You're going to go after <laughs> Dwight Howard, who's about six foot 11 or seven foot, basically? Probably pull a semi pro and how Will Ferrell gets ejected just saying stuff to that ref to the ref oh yeah well the ref then actually well the he gets a technical and I thought Will Ferrell maybe he does get ejected but Will Ferrell just leaves the court because Will Ferrell says something about like my mom doesn't appreciate this watching from above and the ref's like maybe your mom's not watching from above yeah (laughs) that was funny great movie it was fun I can't say it's family fun but great friendly movie I'd probably just like kick the basketball and just storm. I, I'd do so. It, it, it'd be a heat of the moment. I don't heat know what I'd moment. do. Heat of the moment. See, I think I would. Uh, I would look more. Fo- I would look forward to the injection more than anything. Oh yeah. Um, I'm gonna say I could have done that because I'm gonna also say I live for those moments. Just gotta hit two for two. Also, you know, if I come in and maybe the if I grew up in Miami, we'll just say I did. Okay. Well, I guess no, because I'm I, I gotta be this moment. But I'll just speak of how highly I love Miami the whole season. That's all I'm gonna do. So when I go in, the standing ovation is gonna be crazy for me. That the other team is probably gonna let me score two points because they're like, this guy never gets in. And then I, then I just gotta make make another shot. One rebound, easy can get that any day of the week. Yep. The ejection, I would not go after Dwight Howard. I would not go after anybody that's taller than me, which. Which probably be every NBA player on the court because their average is over six six foot three for like point guards. Um, I would go after a referee, maybe try to pull a Rasheed Wallace and just stare down the ref, <laughs> and that's all you do and get ejected. But I don't know if that would be enough because you really I, three minutes, not a lot of time to do all that. No, yeah, there's no build up to that. And I would say if you paid me a million dollars, I would do that. Sit on a bench for. 72 games. It'd be kind of fun, actually. Yeah. Travel. Pra- Everything practice. Paid for. You have all the access to the team's facilities. You get front row seats, so great basketball. You get their team meals. So you know I'm taking like four to-go boxes home. Mm-hmm. 
you get the weight room there, which I'm sure is not bad. No, probably very nice court, just course to shoot around. And then, uh, you know, I can practice. I can be on the practice squad and just people be like, Hey, I want you to emulate LeBron James today. I'll be like, all right, no just problem. Take, just take a bunch of shots, you know, or Steph be like, you gotta be like Steph Curry. Just take deep threes. I can do that. But in the meantime, I'm going to practice on the two shots I want to get and make for four points. Cause obviously they can't be threes. Um, but it would be kind of fun. The ejection though. Yeah. That's, I think I come out after I get my two points and a re- rebounds. What's going to happen is I get the rebound, dribble down, score, then get it. I'm not going to say steal, but just a pass score again. After that, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to accidentally bump into a ref. Be like, oh, my bad. But then he's like still too close to me. Shove him. There you go. Shove him down. That's easily attack. Probably and stare him down. Probably an ejection. Yeah. I'll walk on top. Like, you know how like you like walk above him or something like that. Yeah. Like Ty Lue, AI over Ty Lue. Yep. And then uh, I think Shaq did it to Charles Barkley. And then Charles Barkley stood up and chucked a basketball at uh, Shaq's head. Have you ever seen that clip? Mm-hmm. I think he did that. Uh, LeBron James did that to Jason Terry. Kind of more stare down. Mm-hmm. That that deserved one. But yeah, I think that's what I would do. I'd go after. I, I'm not going after an NBA player. I'm going after the ref. No. I got, You got to respect Udonis Haslam, though. He's an OG. Oh, yeah. He's an OG. Got to respect him, but. I thought for sure when I saw that that he got paid like five hundred thousand dollars. Even to me, that's still not justified for what he did. But the fact that he made two point five million yeah, to do that—that's pretty crazy. And he's been making that for a couple of years now. Like just that two point five million dollar base, and like that's gonna buy you a very nice spot in Miami. Yeah, that's and, not he, bad. and you're always in Miami. A little mm-hmm. hot during the summer, but that's okay. I bet he has a pool. I'd get a pool. First thing I do. Heck and yeah. Central Air. All right. That is the I could have done that. Uh, should we move on to the final event? Yes, Round sir. three, of, as they would say in UFC, right? Yes. Round five if it's the championship. Round five is the championship. All right. We're going to move on to bold predictions. BP, not batting practice, but bold predictions. We're going to basically make a... What do I always say? Uh, a... Obscure. We're talking about obscure sporting events. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it isn't. Lately, it hasn't been. And we're going to basically make a bold prediction on it. And it's up to one of us to come up with a bold prediction and kind of put our own little spin on it. That was a little different. I put my own little spin on the spin of the intro. That was kind of cool. I got to tap myself on the shoulder on that one. Thanks. There you go. Uh, And basically, if you get one right over the other person, we're going to keep score like golf score. So right now, I have a four... I'm four up on Brother Smoke Dog or a four-stroke lead. Brother Smoke Dog's four back, but he is on a... He just uh, beat me on the last bold prediction, so he's on a tear right now, and he's going to actually recap the last bold prediction, which he came up with, which was the Madrid Open. He didn't come up with the Madrid Open, but he came up with the bold prediction. So, Brother Smoke Dog, uh, do you want to recap that one? I can also tell you who we picked and stuff like that. You just let me know what you need from you, Rangatang. Yeah, so all we did was we just we picked some winners, and I had said whoever uh, out of their three picks has the guy go the furthest, they win. So why don't you just rattle off the guys, and I'm just going to go from the championship down and see if – well, here, let me – yeah, you just rattle off the guys. All right, so I picked from Japan Nishikori. 
Keep going. Just rattle them off. You picked uh, A. Ramos Vinolas. I picked then Federico Delbonis. You picked, I just wrote D. Keoper or something like that. Okay. Then I picked J. Sinner. And then you picked John Isner, the tall American. Hey, it looks like I won. I got John Isner was in the quarterfinals, and none of your guys were. Why don't you go ahead and say your three again, just so I can double check. Uh, I had Nishikori, who made it to the round of 32, I can see. I had Federico Del Bonis, who made it. Yeah, he made it to the round of 16. And I had Jay Sinner, who made it to the round of 32, because my guy Federico Del Bonis, bonus lost in the round of 16 so your guy made it to the to the final eight to the quarterfinal down to three down to three brother smoke dog closing the gap i don't like it not at all not one bit but gotta respect game where game's at that's true you gotta tell them about your nadal pick though yes i made a bold prediction uh you know let's let's play the should we play the clip or should i just explain it I just you could probably just explain it quick. Good, good, because I think I didn't. After I said that, I was glad you picked that because that's less editing on my end. But let me just write here real quick. Brother Smoke Dog now is three back of the lead after fifteen, which will go on forever. Mm-hmm. Seventy-two holes of of bold predictions uh, for the Madrid Open. Uh, do you want to first say who won the Madrid Open? I just texted out. <laughs> okay, it was uh, A. Zverev, who's actually a pretty good clay court player. He's from Germany. He's beaten Nadal a couple times on clay. But uh, Rafael Nadal is known as the king of clay. And I said, when you came up with the predictions, I said, it's a good thing we're not picking an overall winner because one of us should just pick Rafael Nadal because I have, and I said, quote, a better chance of getting hit by a car than Rafael Nadal does to not winning the Madrid Open. Well, Nadal lost to the eventual champion, but in the quarterfinal. He didn't even make it to the final four, the semifinals. And uh, I did not get hit by a car. So I don't know if Straight I need to just, lied. I don't know if I need to like lay on the lay out there or just jump out in front of a car. If you just need to drive up and down the road a little bit, let me jump out real quick and get bumped. Um, because I said there was a greater chance of that happening than Nadal losing and uh, Nadal lost at the Madrid open on clay, but then he did go and win the um, he just won a tournament this past weekend over Djokovic, who's the world number one on clay, which was kind of expected, but they went three sets. I'm kind of thinking Nadal might not win the French open this year, but we'll find out because it would give him 21 grand slams and he'd have the all time lead over, Roger Federer, and I'm more of a Federer fan personally, so kind of rooting for that. But that's just my little story on that. Did not get hit by a car, and Nadal did not win the Madrid. The world is collapsing around us. There you go. I don't know what to do. Give us your bold prediction. All right. Well, I want to kind of keep it tennis-related. 
So that's what we're going to do. I know we mentioned uh, in a podcast, I can't remember which one, so just listen to them all. Help our viewership and our podcast grow so we can get sponsors like Raising Cane's, Red Baron's Pizza, uh, Wheat Thin, Sun Chips, Dunkin' Donuts, Pizza Hut. What else am I missing that we usually go to? I kind of nailed it. Sounds like a great, great day of food right there. It does. And Kathy's Cookies once we get that business started for your mom. Yeah. Because it's a... No other cookie is like it in the world. No. But I want to keep it tennis related. So back in a podcast, I mentioned about doing maybe a May Madness for the Division One men or women's tennis bracket. And well, a little late on it as the men's Division One tennis championship is taking place. And so far, the Elite Eight, three-fourths of the Elite Eight, I can add, yep, have been decided. We're actually recording this while Florida and Illinois are playing against each other, and Mississippi State and Texas A&M are also playing against each other. It's team championships. So, Brother Smoke Dog, what that means is I wrote the scores next to them. That's just for you to kind of understand that. They play four singles and three doubles matches for seven, so obviously there has to be a winner. So you'll see some scores that are like four to three, four to three, and then you have some that are four to one, four to one. Basically, once a team gets to four, that's just done. No one else. You're just done playing if you haven't finished your match, which is kind of annoying to me because like, yeah, you could have like a really good match, but you just have to stop playing. So we're going to pick first. We're going to start off with the Florida, Illinois, Mississippi State and Texas A&M to finish our elite eight. And then from there, we're going to predict all the way to the national championship. We're just going to have one point for everyone. We get correct and that's it. And the person who has more most points Wins. It's a bold good. prediction. So, Brother Smoke, I'll let you pick between Florida and Illinois. We don't have to pick different, do we? We don't have to pick different. No, we can. I mean, if we pick the same, then we pick the same, and it's a boring, bold prediction. But I don't know if I don't know these teams very well. But they have, if you look at the beginning of the bracket, um, they have like I think that's their overall ranking for the season, and they have their records mm. too, and stuff like that. So. All right, I'll go Florida. I'm going to join you on the Florida Florida train. Um, or you know what? Do you want to do you want to predict scoring if we get the score right? Because if we do predict the same, so it's basically you pick like four three four two four one four zero, oh, and then you get an extra point if you get the point score right. Should we do that? I mean, we can, but I doubt we're going to pick every single thing the same. Because all we need is just one different. We'll, we'll do it for the final four. Okay. It's your it's your call. I am going to roll with, let's see, Mississippi State 1, 4 1, then 4 2. Texas AM 16 and 8 on the season. I'm going to Mississippi State mainly because they play in that. Uh, not saying Texas doesn't get hot and humid, but I think Mississippi is probably a lot more humid. So their conditioning is better. There you go. I'm going Texas. All right. Now let's start in the top right between Tennessee and Georgia. You or me? You. Going Georgia, which is tough because I love Tennessee. I'm going to go Tennessee because I like their color system better. There you go. All right. Now it's my turn. All right. So now we're TCU versus Baylor. Baylor has yet I'm going to roll with Baylor on this one. I'm going to TCU. All right, Brother Smoke. 
We'll go USC and Texas. I'll let you lead that one. I'm going to go USC. Stick with the gut. I was going to go with Texas. So. We really don't need to do anything. Everybody, Everything's different. We don't, but we're still going to predict the score. All right. Because you could boost your score a little bit that way. All right, and then Florida versus Mississippi State. I'm going to go with Florida. I'm also going Florida. All right. Yeah, let's not pick the score because everything's different. You're right. Oh, I didn't realize I have the top four seeds in it. Oh, I don't like that. Too bad you wrote it down. I did. It's in pen. can never be erased. No. All right, brother Smoke, I'll let you decide. Why don't we pick – you pick between Tennessee and Baylor, and I'll pick Florida or Texas, and then we'll flip-flop oh, the next I time. have Georgia and TCU. Thank you. Georgia and TCU. My bad. So the right side of the bracket. They're playing, just so you know, in Orlando. Florida, by the way. All right. I'm going to go Georgia. Okay. I'm going to go pick on the left side. They're playing in their home area. I'm going to go Florida just because I don't know if Texas, they'll be ready for that humidity if there is any during that time. I'm also going to go Florida. All right. Now I have Tennessee and Baylor. Gosh, I Florida and Tennessee are like one of my or two of my favorite like color scheme school. So that's what I'm going to go with. All right. Who you got for your national champion? I got Florida. And I've got Tennessee. Look at that. Everything's diff. Tennessee has lost three times on the season compared to Florida's two. They're a little bit more seasoned and hardened for the championship. And that is bold predictions. And that is the I could have done that podcast. Remember, you just listened to the I could have done that podcast because you clicked on it, whether you clicked on it via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, or other. as On it accident says. or on purpose. Or on purpose, yeah. Or you listen to this on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Anchor, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. Doesn't matter. You listen to the I Could Have Done That Podcast. You've made it to the end. Email us. Now, to take it a step further. Email us at I Could Have Done That at gmail.com. Send us in anything you think we should talk about. Give us an I Could Have Done That moment. It helps us out for research. Yeah. Um, Talk, give us any uh, feedback, maybe rapid questions, you name it. We'll talk about it in our podcast. If you send us an, a voice message, it's going to be played in the podcast and you're going to want your voice heard across. Let's see. How many countries are we on in again? Three continents. Uh, three continents. And let's see how many countries again. One, two, three, four, five, six. I'll name it one more time. United States, United Kingdom, Panama, Uruguay. Jamaica and Germany. Your voice could be heard on three continents and six countries. When else can you say that? Not too often. Not too often, but Brother Smoke Dog and I can say it all the time. So, from the I Could Have Done That Podcast, episode 15, you'll have the title out. We don't know what it is yet. Brother Smoke Dog, you got any signing off words? Be well. <laughs>